0: It's been a cracker of a start to December for the Dons with two wins over the past week against Livingston and St. Murren. In our Dons Double Bill this week, we catch up with Stephen Glass and Ryan Hedges following the Livingston match last Wednesday and Christian Ramirez, J. Emmanuel Thomas and the manager following the St. Murren match on Saturday. Also this week, Liz Bowie, Chief Exec of the AFC Community Trust, tells us more about their Christmas appeal. And Mal catches up with the Youth Academy graduate, Ryan Duncan, on signing his new contract with the Dons. Plus, we've got the latest Dons supporters news on a packed afc donscast on tuesday the 7th of december
1: Are you aged between 40 and 49? It's time to roll up your sleeve again. The COVID 19 vaccine booster is now available to you, providing extra protection against the virus. Book your COVID 19 vaccine booster now.
0: Hello and welcome to the AFC Don's Cast. It's Graham here with your weekly Don's News Update. Let's head back to last Wednesday night under the lights at Petaudry and Aberdeen halted our three-game losing run with a victory over Livingston making a return to the Dons starting line-up for the first time since September was J. Emmanuel Thomas Ryan Hedges opened the scoring after he picked up a Ramirez cross to cut inside Libby's Max Stryak to fire it home into the net in the 23rd minute. A similar move by Hedges and Ramirez nearly doubled our lead, but this time the Livingston goalie managed to stick out his leg to divert Hedges' close-range drive wide. Livingston perked up in the second half. Jackson Longridge was shown a yellow for catching Funzo Ojo's ankle with a late challenge. He didn't last long on the park after he mistimed a tackle on Ryan Hedges, earning a second yellow and a sending off. David Bates scored his first Aberdeen goal shortly after in the 75th minute to score our second goal and ultimately the win and three vital points.
2: That must have warmed you up a wee bit. Yeah, uh, pleasing to get the three points, clean sheet as well and a couple of goals. Uh, probably could have been more if we were a bit more clinical, but uh, what we've been through recently, we'll take it. What pleased you most about the performance? Probably the clean sheet, Uh, the the defenders get the rewards for their performance tonight, Uh, and also I I think the forwards they get a little bit of that as well because stop them playing balls forward with any sort of quality, Uh, but all round good performance will take the three points. Livy tweaked things at half time, two changes, did you have to change in return to that? Not really, Uh, I think because... I think they changed probably to try and ch- to spark things up, but they rolled the dice early. Uh, I think we were in total control and I don't think anything really changed with it. and that was uh, testament to the players, but I think even we didn't start the second half that great to be fair, but it's, uh, I think that was more done to ourselves and our quality at times. Jackson Longridge sent off, what did you make of that decision? Uh, I didn't really see the second challenge, I think the first ones a yellow carved, I didn't, I didn't see the second one. Are you confident though that even with 11 men that game was only going one way? I think so. I think actually, straight, uh, in a strange way, we were more in control with 11 men because I think we, we still had the focus there. I think we drifted off a wee bit at times, which was disappointing, but uh we'll take a 2-0, we'll take a clean sheet and we'll, we'll move on. Does it only mean something if it's built on against St Mirren? Uh, no, I mean, we're delighted tonight. I think we look at it tonight. We came in here looking for three points, looking for a clean sheet, and that's what we got, so we're delighted with it. The challenge is now to build on it. Uh, I don't, wouldn't say it means nothing, but it's it's massively important that we build on it and that we we keep the clean sheets going as best as we can, we keep the reactions when we lose it going as best as we can like we did in the first half and the, the way that we controlled the game and we're looking for more of the same at the weekend There was some nice encouragement in the second half from the support stand up for the Aberdeen, things have been up and down this season, it must have been reassuring to hear that I think one thing that's not been up and down has been the backing of the fans and I don't think that's ever in question so delighted that they get something tonight as well because like you said it's a freezing cold night they come out and watch us they're paying their money to come and watch it and we'll give them something to cheer about so again the aim is to do that on Saturday again. Great thanks team. Cheers. Thank you. Ryan a goal performance did you enjoy that?
3: Yeah definitely um, I think like we said before the uh, three points was the m- most important thing but I felt that every every player on the pitch um, added to the team performance and I think it's something that we can be proud of and something that we can build on. Yeah, how important is it that this isn't just a one-off? Yeah, definitely. I think we've now got to take the momentum into Saturday, another home game. Um, credit to the fans for coming out, obviously, in really bad conditions but yeah, they um, were behind us the whole way you could really feel it, especially in the first half. Um, so hopefully same again on, on Saturday and if we can start like we did in the first half again on Saturday, I'm sure they'll be with us and and we'll get another three points, hopefully. The conditions were pretty treacherous out there. Snow for a lot of the game, windy for the entirety of the game. How did it impact things? Yeah, I think um, obviously it's never nice to play in them conditions, um, but both teams have got to play in it. I think we we done really well. We kept the ball on the on the floor on the grass, and that obviously helps. When the ball's in the air, it's obviously the, the wind can take hold of it. But no, I think we we used the ball really well, um, especially first half to create good opportunities and. Probably could have gone in two, three, four nil. Talk us through your goal. Um, good question. I haven't seen it back, so um, I think I got played in from Chris, and then just tried to. Uh, Al and the the gaffer have, have been on me to try and get into goal scoring positions as much as I can, and that's something that I wanted to do is try and commit the defender and and get a shot on goal, and fortunately, won in. Can you notice defenders starting to get worried when you make them face towards their own goal and run back? Because it seems like they don't really know how to deal with it too often. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously uh, being an attacking player you want to be exciting and um, go past players and that's something that I feel that like I can do um, when I get the ball, when I get the opportunity to run at defenders and that's something that I need to, to keep doing to drive the team up and obviously get goals and assists for myself personally You nearly got another what a save from Striek it was Yeah, I know, I know I um, thing, it would have been a, a nice goal a nice well-worked goal as well but yeah, great save and like, like I said we could have been two, three, four up at half-time Fortunately, we wasn't but... Um, It's a great finish by Bates and a great ball in by Johnny to to kind of seal the game for us. We'll wrap this up before that hoarding (laughs) falls on you, so all the best. Lovely, thank you very much. Cheers.
0: Moving on to Saturday's game in horrendous conditions at Pataudri. Marley Watkins and Christian Ramirez both scored twice, once each in the opening nine minutes. Submarine had a consolation goal in the 42nd minute through Scott Tanzer, only for Watkins to score again a minute later before Ramirez rounded things off with a 71st-minute goal to secure back-to-back wins for the Dodds. We should have been 3-0 up after 15 minutes, but the first 45 will go down as one of the best this season, with both sides creating plenty of chances. The performances from Ramirez, Hedges, Watkins, and Jet were a force to be reckoned with, and brings a glimmer of hope for their run of festive fixtures.
4: Goals and a, a four-one win—you must delighted
1: with your afternoon's work. Definitely, I think it was uh, some time coming. Now, um, I'd been itching for to find the back of the net, and uh, I know myself and Marley and Hedges and Jet. Uh, I think we caused a lot of havoc the last couple of games, um, and have made it difficult on defenses, and we've looked dangerous. Um, So I'm just happy to get on the end of a couple of things.
4: Yeah, how much did it mean to you
1: to to break that run without scoring and also to take your tally to double figures for the season too? Oh, good. Um, At the end of the day, I've just been uh, focused on winning. Um, I was happy on Wednesday when we won as well and I didn't score. Um, That's the most important thing to myself, but it's always good to get... On the score sheet um, and hopefully continue to, to build on this. Yeah, Two really
4: important wins, six points on the board, only one goal conceded, do you feel you and the team are starting to turn a corner now and maybe build some momentum into
1: that winter break? I think we were due for, for this this type of game, uh, a multiple goal game, four goals, um, could have been more. Um, I think it was exciting and I think the, the fans felt that um, and that's something that we've been working on and, and thriving and we're staying patient through this process. And, um, we reaped the rewards today, um, so we're excited and hopefully everybody enjoys their night tonight. Yeah, I'm
4: sure they will and I'm sure you'll take a lot from this performance personally and as a collective. What do you need to improve on heading to St Johnston next time
1: Taking care of the ball, um, the, the same energy that, that we've been playing with defensively um, with our press and taking care of set pieces. Um, and the rest will continue to handle itself as long as we continue to do the, the right things You watched a, a wry smile on your face as you almost snuck in for a hat-trick towards the end Were you a wee bit
4: gutted not to leave with a match ball as well?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I've been I've been wanting one um, and I was talking to, today to a couple guys about it um, I got my mom and my brother in the stands today okay. um, so it was nice for, for them to see a couple goals and uh, yeah, uh, hopefully that's to come I'm sure it is to come. Go and enjoy some family time Christian. Congratulations on
4: being the man of the match. Well done. Jay, we've given you time to get showered and dried off after a blustery old afternoon out there. It must have been a fun game to play in though, despite the conditions. Yeah, no, it
5: was uh, obviously a really strong performance from the boys. Obviously, we started off on fire and obviously we managed to maintain that throughout the game. Obviously, conceding a goal was a bit of a letdown, but we reacted well and managed to get a third goal straight away. So, overall, it was a great day.
4: What made the difference today? Why were you we able to? rips there and there apart as often as you did? Um, I think
5: just the boys are starting to find maybe like a fluidity playing and an attacking play. Obviously, the conditions obviously played a part, not knowing if the wind's going long, short. So overall, we just think we probably found our, our flow quicker than they did and obviously it paid off for us.
4: On a personal level, do you feel you're finding your flow as well? A couple of starts, back-to-back, some big involvements today, particularly in those first couple of goals?
5: Yeah, obviously, it's just a time the timing everything's got to work out and go to plan the manager has stuff that he wants to try and things that we have to work on and then obviously last couple of games I've got my opportunity and obviously I'll try my best to take it
4: I think you're, you're nearly four months into your, your spell here at Audrey. how do you reflect on life in the North East I know you, you've been around the world playing football how does Aberdeen compare?
5: Yeah no it's great obviously I'm enjoying it um, from the moment I came, obviously everybody made me feel welcome and obviously it seemed to have got off to a great start and obviously we might not have had the greatest time over the recent weeks, but we'll pick
4: up and we'll start to push on for sure. Were you guys in the dressing room always confident that a result like this, a uh, really strong performance, a three-goal win, was coming through those those difficult times earlier in the season?
5: Yeah, always, because we've created a lot of chances. We were not always taken them and then today we was playing free-flowing football in the final third and obviously at the back was really solid Joe had a great performance today making some great saves which is obviously needed in a certain situation so overall
4: I think that we'll be start pushing on now and obviously due to the players' performances we'll keep growing yeah, How important is it just finally to, to keep up that momentum to keep winning and you can look up the table now, you're into the top six.
5: Yeah, no, obviously it's great because obviously when you look at the table and you see where you are, it gives you that motivation to keep pushing. So hopefully in the long run, we can keep striving to get back into that top four, top three and we can keep going from there.
4: G, thanks for your time. No, no problem, today. thank you right. Thank you. A fabulous win back-to-back to in the league for the first time since the opening two rounds of the
2: season. What pleased you most about that performance today? I think how much we dug it out really. Uh, it got a little bit messy in the first half. Uh, St Mirren, they came into it even after we went two up. Probably we should have went three. And then the game started drifting a touch. Our quality wasn't what it should have been, but understandable bit considering the conditions.
4: There was a lot of chat, perhaps not all of it correct, about the, the style you wanted to bring into play when you took over at Aberdeen. Today, your players look dangerous almost every time they venture forward, they cut somewhere into pieces on the break many times.
2: Yeah, I think when the quality was there, we did, uh, I think, like I said, in the first half, the quality was kind of, it was lacking, but the, the conditions dictated that a lot, uh, but second half, any time that we passed it, we moved quick enough, we did look dangerous and it was brilliant to see, and again, the disappointment, it's kind of strange you scored four goals, you've not scored a few more, but we'll take it, it was a it was a good performance. Uh, the conditions as they were were delighted yeah absolutely how
4: pleasing was it for you to see Christian and Marley especially back on the score sheet
2: yeah you want your forward players getting in amongst the goals like we scored a few set pieces recently defenders getting in and an act as well but any time you score four is brilliant uh, but for the forward players to get a couple each is great uh, they're, they're probably disappointed they didn't score three one of them I'm
4: sure looking ahead to St Johnston, what are the big takeaways from today the big areas that you'll need to do better to, to go to Perth and make it 3 on the bounce
2: uh, I think not so much what can do better I think it's when we have opportunities to play that we do it uh, that we continue to stand up to any sort of fight that there might be because that would be a question mark that might have been labelled at us at times but there, there was a lot of fighting spirit in the group there There was a determination and what was probably a dangerous second half you come out there at 3-1 it's dangerous uh, but we, we managed the game professionally We looked good We didn't look in a great deal of uh, trouble I think the start of the second half They had a little flurry But other than that We're in control of feel. field
4: And just lastly On the team use front Do we expect to, to have any more Bodies back for that game Like to so Jack McKenzie Maybe come back involved
2: Yeah Jack will be getting A little bit closer uh, Declan obviously We've been on yep. the bench today He's a little bit closer It was better for him Not to come on the pitch If we get help it uh, Especially again Conditions cold sitting there uh, But yeah Jack's got a chance uh, Other than that I think we're pretty much As we were Stephen, thanks for your time. Congratulations. Cheers. Thank you, Paul. Well, thanks together. very much. Cheers. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays,
6: highlights, and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes content. Sign up now
0: at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action. Only on Red TV.
7: How are you today? Fine. Well, to be honest, I feel like that we ground talk every day as the this... sometimes I'm just sick of the sound of my own voice, you know? And I talk for a living.
6: Video call after video call, all you can do is see yourself, and that's no good for your self-esteem.
7: Pitch this whole storyline about Gail and I said well, look, I'm, I'm all for a bit of escapism, but alien abduction?
6: Holidays are off and then they're on. I mean, what's the point in having abs if you can't show them off? It's the hottest summer ever, the wettest
8: winter ever. It's all a bit much, you know, and then... Is there anything that this country hasn't panic bought? Mm. Uh roll. Flower. Petrol. Barbells,
3: kettlebells, dumbbells. And that was it. The internet just went down. I thought, well, great. That's it. That's my life over.
7: Well, someone smells a fish on here, and then I realised it was me. It was my tuna breath that I could smell through my mask. Yeah, yeah. It's like a fisherman's boat in here.
3: It's set on Emmerdale Farm,
6: only the animals have taken over. Sort of like an allegory for modern society.
7: The kids don't listen to me. Ask me to do a souffle, I do a souffle. Long division? No. No, why should I know about long division? Why should I... I'm not dressing up as a mince pie. I'm single.
0: And I didn't even win Love Island. I mean... I am a good stylist, right? You're a you try styli- styling
1: all the loose women and making sure they don't clash. My talk, Like talk. <laughs> I need a proper Christmas, you know, like an actual Christmas. Run-of-the-mill
6: Christmas with like friends and family. Me nanny, me puppy, everyone eating
3: too much, watching too much daily. <laughs> Basically, the exact opposite of last year.
6: I'm triggering right now Because I mean We
7: can do so much
1: Hi oh. So how you been? Good, yeah How are you? It's been a year Tell me about it yeah. No really Tell me about it
0: After the last couple of years We all need an ear, years, need an ear. Give someone this yours this course. Christmas Scotland Christmas. Get talking. <laughs> OK, let's catch up with the rest of the Premiership action on Wednesday night. And Rangers had a 1-0 win over Hibbs at Easter Road thanks to a late penalty. Kel Surprise there from Kmart Roof. Dundee beat St Johnston 1-0 at the Kilmark Stadium. Danny Mallon got the only goal of the game for James McPake's men. St Mirren drew 0-0 with bottom club Ross County in Paisley. On Thursday, Celtic defeated Hearts 1-0. Kyogo Furehashi scored the only goal of the game. Rangers moved seven points clear in the Premiership with a 3-0 victory over Dundee at Ibrox on Saturday with goals from Joe Arribo, Ryan Sweeney-Ongo and Alfredo Morelos. Hibbs and Manuel drew 1-0 at Easter Road while St Johnston versus Ross County was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. Hamilton Aki's were the only winners in the championship, beating Dunfermline Athletic 1-0 at New Douglas Park. Promotion rivals Arbroath and Wraith Rovers drew 0-0 at Gayfield. and It was also goalless between Queen of the South and Partick Thistle at Palmerston. Morton parted company with manager Gus McPherson after their 2-0 draw with Air United at Capilow. Queen's Park thrashed Falkirk 6-0 at Firhill to go second in League One. Another managerial casualty was Paul Sheeran, who was shown the door on Sunday. Leaders Cove Rangers are now 5 points clear following their 2-0 home win over Dumbarton Clyde and Peterhead drew 2 all at Broadwood and it was 1-0 between East Fife and Aloe Athletic at Bayview Bottom club Cowdenbeath earned their first League 2 win since August beating Stirling Albion 1-0 at Central Park Second place, 4 for Athletic, 1-3-2 away to Albion. Rovers and Stranraer of Stenhouse near 4-1 at Oakville View. And on Sunday, Celtic beat Dundee United 3-0 at Tannadice. Tom Rogets opened the scoring after 19 minutes and David Turnbull added the second before Liam Scales rounded things off late on. In the later game, Hearts defeated Livingston 1-0 at the Tony Macaroni Arena, thanks to a 49th-minute goal from top scorer Liam Boyce.
8: This time of year puts more pressure in Scotland's health and care services. By going to the right place, we can get the right care quicker and help relieve that pressure. If you or someone you are with have a critical emergency, like a suspected heart attack, stroke or severe bleeding or injury, then
6: please dial 999 or use A&E. If you think you need A&E for an urgent medical need that's not critical or life-threatening, call NHS 24 on 111 for advice on the best place for treatment, or contact your general practice. By going to the right place, we can get the right care as soon as possible.
8: Right care, right place.
0: Okay, the week's news then, and Ryan Duncan has signed a two-year contract extension with Aberdeen. The 17-year-old winger, who will now remain with the Dons until 2024, has been with the AFC Youth Academy since the age of nine, has scored 10 goals in the Club Academy Scotland Under-18 League this season, and has had three assists. A As Scotland Under-17 international, Ryan was a standout for Barry Robson's Under-18 side before he joined Scottish League One side Peterhead on loan until January. The midfielder made his Aberdeen first team debut against Rangers last season and is now focused on continuing his development and making more regular appearances for the first team. Mal caught up with Ryan last week.
9: Many congratulations.
8: Uh, a nice little Christmas present for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early one, but it's, uh, it's been a little while to get it done, but I'm glad it's finally done and look forward to playing football again.
9: So tell, tell us how the deal is. It's, how long is it?
8: Uh, it's until summer of twenty twenty four.
9: Okay. So that's so you're seventeen at the moment.
8: Yeah. So it will be twenty when it right. when it finishes.
9: <laughs> yeah. But that's I mean it's great. You've got your future sorted out. And I mean it must give you a real bit of security now and it just allows you to go and focus on your football.
8: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean my contract was obviously up this summer coming. Um, so the fact that I've still got another two and a half, three years or so to try and push myself into the first team, it is, there is a lot of security there and it means I don't have to think about it either, I can just focus on my football.
9: A lot of the fans watching this won't have seen you play in Furcher Ryan, um, I've been fortunate enough to watch obviously a number of under-18 games, you're a real talent, so t- tell us about your season, how many goals have you scored for the 18s this
8: year? Uh, I've got 10 goals,
9: 10 goals yeah. And there's a few spectacular ones in there, a few free kicks as well is
8: it? A few free kicks yeah, there's nearly another one on Friday but hit off the, well, whole star bar, I'm not sure.
9: Yeah, Liam um, was following up. Yeah, he?
8: Liam followed in, put it in.
9: Yeah, got a good win there. So, t- tell what, what is your preferred position? Is that, I've seen you play a number of roles.
8: Um, to be honest, I just enjoy playing anywhere really as long as I'm playing, but I think attacking midfielder or right wing, um, I don't really have a preference to either really. Um, I enjoy them both just as much as each other. Because um, I can use different sides of my game for both of those positions, so I enjoy attacking midfielder right wing.
9: Because, I mean, I, I think you, can, you see you can play that sit number 10 role or slightly deeper attacking midfield, playing the right side, probably playing the left as well, quite comfortably, couldn't you? Play up front, but I mean, I, I think coming off the winger as well, I mean, you're very, very good at that as well, aren't you?
8: Yeah, I think not a... I wouldn't say I'm a winger, really, um, because I was I'm playing... On the opposite side, I do like to come in more and get involved and link up with other players instead of being maybe a typical winger who a bit more direct, straight down the line and putting in crosses. So I kind of prefer to come in and try and link up the play.
0: Aberdeen has been nominated for a Digital Twin Award for our virt- virtual shop and stadium tour. The virtual walkthrough allows supporters to see the pitch from every angle and part of the stadium they have not been seen before. You can vote for us for the Digital Award at DigitalTwinAwards.com. Aberdeen Football Club has unveiled the maquette for the statue to commemorate the outstanding contribution of Sir Alex Ferguson to the club. The maquette, which has received the seal of approval from Sir Alex, will now be 3D scanned before a wax model is moulded and cast into the prototype, from which the sculpture will work on creating the full-size statue. It's anticipated that the bronze statue will be completed and installed on the external concourse outside the Richard Donald stand in the first quarter of 2022. The installation has been designed in such a way as to allow the statue to be moved to a new stadium. The statue is one of a series which has been planned to celebrate and honour the club's heroes and has been brought forward by the club in conjunction with the AFC Heritage Trust. The festive season can often be a difficult time for many people and with the continuing uncertainty many will face a lonely Christmas. That's why AFC Community Trust is working hard to bring some much needed festive cheer to those who need it most this year.
6: What specific programmes do the Trust do throughout the year that help combat isolation?
7: So the Covid crisis, obviously a lot of our programmes had to stop because we couldn't physically get out to people, but now we're starting to reinvigorate. So we're doing things like our health walks where we take people, probably active ageing groups, we take them out and we walk with them and it's a great social activity as well as being healthy and helping mental health as well.
6: Okay, Emma, we're here at Seaton Park for one of the Community Trust's um, health walks. What is a health walk?
7: I mean, a health walk, it, it, it is what it says on the tin, really. It's just about um, getting some of our active ageing participants, which is part of our community programmes and initiatives, that active ages for older people. So, essentially, it's, it's getting them outdoors, getting them walking, um, all different levels. And, you know, for me, it's about helping their mental and their physical health and well-being. So an opportunity just to get together, have a nice chat, a nice stroll and enjoy the sunshine when it's out in Aberdeen uh, and basically yeah just that togetherness and an opportunity to, to speak to people during the week that maybe you don't get as much as you get older, a bit more isolated and it becomes more difficult um, and it, they just become a nice little group and it, it's a good social side so it helps them mentally but equally that health side as well where you know they're getting fresh air and, and we'll walk as far as we can in and, and, and those mornings that we go out.
6: Coming for to the Oh, it's walks.
8: a few years now. Aye. We've been coming every, every Tuesday. We have an hour's walk. Uh, yeah. Obviously with COVID said yep. kind of a of stopped. Yeah. Uh, however it's really nice getting back again and meeting everybody. I
6: mean how do you fi- how do you find it? Is it great just to get out and it's nice. nice. Well,
8: it it's nice, nice, nice getting out and I think meeting other people as well. Aye, that's right. You know. That's right.
6: It that must be good just to chat. People you maybe yeah. wouldn't meet. That's uh, right, elsewhere, that's, just right. C- that's
8: right. Although, people. on saying that, we'll walk together. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and are you Aberdeen fans? Do you support the football
8: club? I'm really not a football fan, have yeah. to be perfectly honest. But if it was, for, obviously, you support your home team. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm not a football fan either, but my husband always has been because he used to run a football team okay. when he was younger. And my son played football, but I've never been a fan. I used to just go and help and serve the sweeties and that for the kids when they were the, the uh, club.
6: But it just shows, I guess, the trust, even though they're linked to the football club, that it uh-huh. doesn't matter if you support football or not. That's it's right, all about the
8: that's team. right.
6: <laughs> okay, Martin, how long have you been coming to these health walks for? Well, uh, well two, two years. I started the year before. And uh, how, how how do you find them? I I enjoy it. Good just to get out and to meet uh, everyone and to get some fresh air? Yes. And are you a big Aberdeen fan yourself? Yes, I am. Yeah. Do you go to many games? Yes, I go to the home games when they're at home. And just back to the health walks, is it every week you come? Yes, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. And it's around Aberdeen, isn't it? Yeah. What's your favourite? Is there a favourite place to come and walk? Well, I I like all the places. Yeah. And just going back to the walks, are there any examples you can think of that um, someone's come along and really helped with their... someone maybe has been suffering a bit from isolation?
7: Yeah, 100%. And uh, just even today, we'll still probably be talking about it as we walk round, that, you know, they're still feeling that struggles, they're still feeling that um, things aren't back to normal yet and there's still some worries and concerns for them so it's really important that we continue to do this and uh, yeah, they can speak amongst themselves and some of us go for a coffee afterwards, have a chat and hopefully when we can get back into Petaudry we'll be doing that more regularly um, and we're also celebrating at Christmas time together so this whole group, around 70 to 80 participants will go to Petaudry for a Christmas meal together and, and really celebrate uh in a year that we weren't able to celebrate last year, so it'll be more special for
0: us. You can donate to the Christmas campaign online at justgiving.com forward slash Aberdeen FC hash community trust. That's justgiving.com forward slash Aberdeen FC for a hash community trust. You can also donate via text to donate £1 text AFC Christmas 1 to 70201 to donate £3, text AFC Christmas 1 to 70331, to donate £5, text AFC Christmas 1 to 70970, and to donate £10, text AFC Christmas 1 to 70191. Badeen women are back in action away to Hamilton at New Douglas Park this Sunday. The match kicks off at 2 pm. You can watch the game in person or on online for £5. Concessions entry at the ground is £3. On Saturday, the men's first team face St Johnston away at McDermott Park. Kickoff is at 3 pm. Tickets for the match can only be purchased via the St. Johnston website or by phoning the St Johnston ticket office on 1738 455 000. That's 1738 455 000. Ticket prices for the North Stand are £24 for adults, £14 for over 65s and under 20s and free entry for under 12s with a paying adult. For the main stand it's £25 for adults, £15 for over 65s and under 20s and a family adult deal is £17, that's one adult and two under 12s. Ambulant, Disabled Adults is £24 and Concessions £14. Wheelchair Tickets are priced at £15 for adults and £9 for concessions. If you can't make it to the game, there will be Red TV coverage for international subscribers starting at 2.45pm and it's audio only in the UK and Ireland. And you can watch the match on pay-per-view via Saints TV for £17.50. I'll be back with the AFC Donscast next Tuesday, the 14th of December, following the St Johnston match. Between now and then, you can be up to date with all the latest Dons and supporters news on the Inverness Reds website and on our social media. And you can hear your thoughts on the St Johnston match at donstalk.co.uk. That's it for now. Have a great week and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.